live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Wild Wisdom. We are your hosts. I am Amy Gernot. I am Dr. Deb Bielak. And we're so glad to be back with you today. Hi. <laughs> Hello from we Houston. Do that. It's like, where was I know. Fish? Like, oh, hi. And we totally don't talk like that. No, so. at all. Ever. I don't know why we always go there. It's so, it's actually kind of funny. It is funny. But know. we do it every time. We do it pretty much every time. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. It's fun. We're weird. Yes. Anyway, so glad to be back with you all. Hope you all are having a good week. We know there's a lot of things going on and um, there's, you know, a lot of things happening in the news and um, in our world today. And we're going to kind of, we're going to talk about some of it from one perspective and we're hoping to get some guests on the show in the next couple of weeks so we can have a really in-depth conversation about things that are going on right now, the racial tension, um, you know, the riots, everything that's happened. We really want to have a really good, well-rounded conversation. So we kind of discussed having this conversation today and we decided we really want to get some, um, a few guests on the show to have a, just a more in-depth conversation and, um, from different perspectives. Uh, so we'd really love to bring that to you. So we're going to be working on that and see if we can get some people on here over the next couple of weeks um, and just kind of start that conversation. Mm-hmm. So today, what we'd really kind of like to talk about is um, personal power and personal truth and what those things are, kind of knowing the difference between what is true and what is not true, because mm-hmm. that's very confusing. <laughs> and I think we can all attest to today's world of everything seems fake that we have no idea what's true and so since it's really hard to navigate the external things it's like what's true and what's not true and we really have to kind of rein it back to ourselves and decide for ourselves what's true right because there's just there's so much noise and so much distraction and everybody's truth wants your attention Yes. And, you know, so it's, it's like everything that comes up now, you're almost constantly questioning, which is a little bit exhausting. I have to be honest. I have to question everything I see and everything I hear almost at this point. But yeah. at the same time, it's a great practice because it constantly brings you back to yourself and building kind of that foundation, knowing what your values and your standards are and, and kind of deciding what you stand for. Right. Yeah. And that's a really important thing today because we can so easily get pulled in so many directions and it's, there's nothing like right or wrong about that. Um, it's part of the growth process, I think, but at the same time, we really want to know who we are Yeah. and kind of at the core of personal power and, and truth is knowing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing yourself can be an interesting process. Well, and that's the thing we see it on a daily basis. You know, we talked about it this morning, even that, you know, um, paying attention to the signs of our body, like, oh, when we eat this food, it makes us feel this way or it makes some feel or it makes us feel another way. Yeah. And pe- when you say that to people, they look at you like you're nuts because like, what do you mean? Like, and I'm like, well, I know if I drink dairy, if I have like creamer in my coffee or something, mm-hmm. like I'm going to get phlegmy, like it's going yeah. to happen. And people don't even realize they that. don't equate the two. So yeah. even with that, so it shows up on a body level, but then the emotional stuff, it's like, what truly hits home for you? What hits yeah. your soul and in light, light, I can't even talk I know. today. <laughs> what lights it up, you know? Mm-hmm. What and brings where do passion you, yeah. and where do you solidly stand without fear of criticism because you have a different opinion from someone who you love and care about, but yeah. you think very differently. And yeah. that's okay. And it's completely okay. And it's like, and 
you know, on that side too, it's like, where do you feel that in your body? Like that is in your body somewhere. (laughs) It's not just this thing in your thoughts. And we're going to get to thoughts here in a minute, but it's not just a thing that's rolling around in your head. It's in your body. It's, it's a part of your core being. Right. And whether it's a truth for you or not, it's in there. And so it's going to show up when you start digging into it. But most people don't realize that the sensations they're feeling in your body mean different things because we pretty much all live from the neck up. It's like we're just, you know, yeah. thinking and rationalizing our way through things. And, you know, we're both thinkers and rational. We use our, you know, rational mind. We mm-hmm. use those things because they're great tools, but they're only one. They're only a couple of tools that we have for interpreting things. Right. Yeah. And they're not always the most effective. No, <laughs> no, they're not always the most effective because a lot of times the rational side and the thinking side, it's it could be wired patterns. And so that's kind of going to what we were kind of just talking about before we hopped on is not everything you think is true. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, well, I have all these thoughts and they're driving certain behaviors. Where did they come from? Mm-hmm. Where did they come from? What's the root? And is it actually true for me? Or was this somebody else's thought pattern that got ingrained into me and now I'm acting out on these thoughts mm-hmm. and they're not even true? Right. Yeah. And that, honestly, that's a majority of the situation. Majority, absolutely. You know, and I was having a conversation with someone the other day in regards to, um, like, they were telling me that their family has, I can't even remember the conditions, but it's like, and I said, I'm like, genetics is only 10% of it. It's the nurture that creates the patterns and the behaviors, which leads to those things. So it's, it's kind of ingrained and people think, Oh, well, my father has diabetes or my mother has diabetes. So I'm going to have it too. No. Yeah. Let's change the conversation. And of course you say that to them and they think you're like, (laughs) yeah, that you're nuts (laughs) and you're going to steer them and that you're steering them in the wrong direction. And and here's the snake oil and exactly your snake oil salesman Mm -hmm. because you want me to do acupuncture and, you know, change my diet and meditate or something like that. And that's just all woo woo stuff Mm -hmm. and that that's their destiny and that there's nothing they can do about it. Right. And when people think there's nothing they can do about it, but take a pill, they're not going to do anything about it. And Hence you, the current situation in regards to health. Yes. You know? A lot of it is that people don't realize there's so much they can do about mm-hmm. it. And they don't think that the things that people are telling them to do are going to work. So it's just like, no, well, this is my destiny. This is my genetics. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to take my pill. And it's completely wrong and debunked thinking. Yeah. Like we know for a fact right. that type two diabetes is not just a genetic inheritance. Mm-mm. That's not the way that it works. It is so, it is like you said, it's 90% about the nurture. It's the, it's the environment. It's the epigenetics. Mm-hmm. It's what you're putting into your body, how you're moving your body, what your stress levels are like, what your relationships are like, how you're sleeping. It's all of that mm-hmm. stuff makes the difference. Yeah. And it's passed down generationally. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's not like a blame game. Like, oh, I blame my mom and my dad for this and that, you know. And I mean, excuse me. Um, You know, it's not a blame game. Mm -hmm. Our parents, they really do the best that they can based on the tools that they were given from their parents, given from their parents, and then given from theirs. So if there's dysfunction or a skewed way of seeing things then it, it's hard to go against the family mm-hmm. religion, the you know, yeah. and think outside of the box. Hence the term, you know, you always hear, well, I'm the black sheep of the family because you think differently mm-hmm. because you're not in that like zombie train of like, let me just think what is programmed in my head, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's a whole other conversation and it's tough. It's yeah. tough to be the black sheep. It is. It's hard to think differently than yeah. than people that you love and care about and, and know that it's okay. Right. And, you know, even if they, 
ostracize you, that <laughs> you're mm-hmm. still loved and accepted. Right. Um, they just can't see past that programming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it comes to that, at some point as adults, if you see that, oh my gosh, this is the family religion and this is the way we're thinking and it doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. then it comes into the personal responsibility. Do you want to continue that religion mm-hmm. or do you want to build a new truth for yourself? Right. Because that's no longer true for you. It may have been at one point, right. you know, it, when you're in that, it is technically a truth for you, but it doesn't mean it's right. Right. Yeah. I remember too that like there was this time, I like, you know, I mean, I was raised a certain way and, you know, like it's just it, it was what it was yeah. and that's I that's how I knew life to be and I th- assumed that that's how life was for everybody and then I went over to a friend's house this is I was in elementary school and I went to my friend's house and her mother did something so different than my mother and I was like oh my god your mother does that like it was just such a different <laughs> I was like oh my god can I be adopted you know what I mean like I was like this is a breath of fresh air but you know my mom taught me the way that she was taught you know yeah. I mean, it was once again it's not a judgment call mm-hmm. it was just like it was an eye-opening moment I remember it as if it was yesterday <clears throat> and it was like um I was like oh my god you know people do things differently that I don't have to you know, and that was yeah. probably the demise of things because, <laughs> you know, I was like, that's not right. If you know, any, if anybody knows anything about me, I fight for the truth or what I believe to be the truth, you yeah. know? So, yep. Yeah. It's so interesting <laughs> when you get exposed to different ways of being mm-hmm. and different ways of living and different perspectives. And when you start to understand that not everybody lives the same way you do. Like, and what? I don't know where I was. This was not too long ago. I was driving through town and And just kind of looking at like houses and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff and just looking at them, I'm like, they live such different lives than I, than I live. Like I have no concept Mm -hmm. of their, of their life because I know that I know that I know Mm -hmm. how different they live and what their perspective of living is and Mm -hmm. their experience of it. And I'm like, man, we all have such different experiences. Are there, you know, of course there's some common threads, but really, truly each of us have a totally different filtered truth than the next person. Yeah. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't realize that it's not necessarily truth. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's one of the great things about, you know, relationships and being open to meeting other people and um, different um, communities and cultures is seeing the different ways people live and realize, oh, you can be happy and successful living a completely different way than what I've thought. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's an incredibly freeing feeling like, oh my gosh. I don't have to continue living this way that I've been living mm-hmm. because there's this whole other way, mm-hmm. there's this whole other life available to me if I just open myself up to it. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, you know, I love my analogies and yes. this one just came to me. So it's like, you know, you you have a car and we're in Houston, Texas, so it's the summertime and your air conditioning doesn't work or you didn't even know that air conditioning was an option and your car has it, but you never used it. And then, and so you knew life to be struggle and, and hard and Mm -hmm. it's hot as hell. And, you know, and then that, then you, you know, someone opens up your eyes to the fact that if you push this little button, that air comes out. Right. And it's like, Oh my God, it's just like a breath of fresh air. And it's like, it's a whole new world. And it's just a little button that you pushed, you know? And so being able to know the different tools that you have access to that you may not even realize that you have. Yeah. A good one. That was a really good I one. I like that and one. And then just sometimes it's just a matter of pushing the button. Yeah. It's not even that big of a deal, but the what opens up for you right. can be huge. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like That's a really good air conditioning one. in Houston. <laughs> That's real, not, it's, it's not a luxury. It is a necessity. It's a necessity. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you live without it, but I know there's people that do. I, know, and I'm God like, bless I don't them. know how you live without air conditioning because it is so brutal mm-hmm. and it's already hot and humid today. It is and I'm 90 just, something well, I know, already today. And I'm, just, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm just really not ready for the heat. I'm not there. <laughs> I don't want it to be, <laughs> I don't want it to be my truth. I'm not ready for right. it. <laughs> living in the bubble living in the bubble Mm -hmm. I know yeah but part of building like personal power in in your truth is really starting to understand right questioning even your own thought patterns and your own behaviors and what feels good and what doesn't feel good and do you even know the difference can Mm -hmm. you even tell something feels good or something doesn't feel good because a lot of times you're just like robotic you're on autopilot and you're just going through the motions and you have no idea if what you're doing what you're saying what you're thinking what you're believing Mm -hmm. even feels good to you it feels right and that doesn't mean that you just get this nice fluffy feeling it's not just about that it could just be that you just feel really calm and solid about it like know that I know that to be true Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be this big fanfare you know event like it's so true for me right (laughs) right doesn't need to be that and usually it's not right yeah and sometimes even just because something's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not true correct yeah we were kind of talking about that um before we hopped on when it comes to truth and the power and the boldness in something that is true and how uncomfortable and scary that can feel. Mm -hmm. It's like we'd almost rather live in the lie, which feels kind of cowering and Mm -hmm. like afraid um, because it's more comfortable because Mm -hmm. a truth is bold and in your face. And so it's almost like if you're going to live in what is true for you, you have to be seen. Right. Yeah. It's like going against the grain or like swimming in the opposite direction. Exactly. Yeah, so, you know, going with the current can be easy, yeah. easier. Easier. And yeah. at the same time, is it really easier if you're yeah. not being true to yourself? Right. And that's, and we talked about that the last episode. It's like, we literally cannot do that. Like, we have to speak and share our opinion. And once again, it's not the right opinion. It's just yeah. ours. And we want people to form their own, you know? Yeah. And if it's against the grain... It's against, Come join our club. I know. Come join the club. <laughs> Even if it you. differs than us, but it, you know, it's against the grain on what you know to be true, then right. I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah. And we totally understand how uncomfortable and scary that feels mm-hmm. to step out in that and to make like maybe a substantial change in your life, like moving or switching careers or, you know, there's, there's, there's small buttons that you push like mm-hmm. the AC and then there's big overhauls like buying a whole new vehicle, right. oh, yeah. you know, and upgrading what you, what you have been driving mm-hmm. even. I mean, there's, there's different levels of what, you know, opening yourself up to truth and what that provides for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't always feel good. It can well, be and even, um, like in regards to me, like, I, I, you know, people that know me know I was in sales before I became an acupuncturist and, you know, one day it just literally came out of my mouth. Like someone asked me, well, if you weren't in sales, what would you be doing? And I'm like, oh, I'd be an acupuncturist. And it came out without any thought. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to make this happen? Am I not? And so, and that was scary in itself. But then on top of it, you know, I had a sales manager who loved me producing and bringing in the numbers. And he flat out said, I don't know why you're doing that. You're never going to make anything of it. And you might as well just stay here. And honestly, that like makes me, (laughs) I just want to like be like, hey, Mr. T, his last name is T Mm -hmm. or it starts with a T. Uh, But I want to be like, 
you know, how you like these apples or them apples, you know, because now I'm a doctor of it and I'm very successful. And, but it's like, I had to, and I had a bunch of people that were just like, I don't know why you're doing it. And I'm like, I don't care that you don't understand. Like, this is what I need to do. And obviously I made the right decision, you know, absolutely. but it wasn't an easy transition. Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you from mine, it was like, I knew that I wanted, I was, I was um, working in the manufacturing world and um, I was going to school at the time to be a nutritionist Mm -hmm. and I knew that's what I wanted to do, but it was kind of like, I still had that, I had my plan B, you know? So I was like, I had this, this job with a really good income. And so it was going to be really challenging when the time came and and I knew that was what was going on, although I knew that I needed to move on to this thing. And the universe basically conspired to say, no, you're going to go in this direction by me losing my job. <laughs> right. And But I know that part of the reason that that happened now, you know, hindsight and looking back at it, is that... Um, I, was, I wasn't going to make that decision. I was going to stay where I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. And... So literally it's like, no, you're going to do this. Mm -hmm. And now you just made it a lot harder on yourself because you didn't listen to what you knew to be true. And you decided to stay in the comfort of where you were. Mm -hmm. And now we're not going to give you the option. So now you're going to have to fill the struggle bus of doing this the hard (laughs) way. The struggle bus of doing this the hard way because you didn't listen Mm -hmm. to what what I knew to be true. I was not listening to it. And so I was kind of forced into my truth. And then even just kind of the process of it, because of course, as a, as a nutritionist and um, also to some degrees as an acupuncturist, just because you can specialize in so many different places, you know, there's all of this feedback as to how to be in your business. Like, oh, you should do this and you should do this and you should add this and you should Mm -hmm. add this. So I had like the gamut of things like, oh, you need to do workshops and you need to do cooking classes and you need to do personal chef work and you need to do one-on-one and you need to do group. I mean, it was a lot. And so- In the beginning, because I wasn't solid in myself and what I knew that I was here to do, Mm -hmm. I was doing all the things and it totally burnt me out. And so I got another really good lesson (laughs) again. So I've like taken Mm -hmm. this the hard way the whole time of like (laughs) knowing what's true, like inside, even if I didn't completely understand the steps. And I think that's part of why I grasped on to everything that was coming at me because I didn't trust that the steps would come as they were supposed to. I felt like I needed to make it happen. Right. And by feeling the need to make it happen, I was, I stopped listening to myself and I listened to what everybody else said I should do mm-hmm. and fall in line as the good nutritionist. And this is, this is the way of it. And this mm-hmm. is how you're supposed to have a business like everybody else. And I knew that wasn't a truth for me to have a business like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So here now, you know, six years later, I've finally like got some footing under me where it's like, no, I know what I'm here to do. And I know that I'm successful with my clients and mm-hmm. I know what the, the path forward is, even Absolutely. if I don't know all the steps. And so I had, I battled through a lot of things to understand what true, what was really true for me. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time and it caused a lot of, <laughs> caused a lot of strife <laughs> along the way for me. Right. It was really cha- much more challenging than it needed to be. I created those challenges mm-hmm. for myself. Like right. nobody did that to me. Nobody made it hard for me. Nobody was telling me to do things where they didn't have the best interests in mind. I made it hard on myself by not listening. Right. And not trusting in yourself. Not trusting in myself. And it's when you have these experts telling you, well, this is what you need to do. And this is what you need to do. Like, and then you think, well, what do I know? These guys are the experts. That's why they're getting paid to be my business coach and they're getting paid to this. And then, and you second guess yourself. Oh my gosh, so much. You know, and I think I've, I've had, well, I've, I've had a couple of business coaches and, you know, it's, 
you know, like they have yeah. their journey and, and their intentions are good. However, it wasn't my truth what they were trying to push yeah. on me. Yes, you know, exactly. And so, um, so yeah, so there's that. Yeah. And really, I mean, when you're in, when you work with anybody, even when you work with us, it's always like all, no matter what we say to do and what we guide you through, mm-hmm. you still have to come back to what's true for you. It right. has to resonate with you. You are in charge of your own person, your own health, your own journey, you know, whatever it is that, right. that you're trying to accomplish, whatever your goals are. And it always has to come back to what is true for you. Mm-hmm. What is your truth? Like I was having this conversation, um, earlier about the truth of health like well what what is what does it even mean what is what does being healthy even mean it is it's like literally a it's yeah. a misnomer it's literally different for every single person like you could I could ask each different person that works with me what is your version of health and I'm going to guarantee they're all going to give me different answers right. so we have this fictitious idea of what what's healthy and it's it's actually hurting us because mm-hmm. then we're so fixated on on being healthy all the time that we have zero room and zero energy to do anything else in our lives because right. that's all we're focused on. And what we're focused on is a lie because it's not yours. Right. It's this external thing that you're supposed to live up to. And so you have no idea what health means for your own body. It's like an unobtainable It's an unobtainable goal. thing. Mm-hmm. And so then you're constantly frustrated. You constantly feel like you're not enough. And then there's all the shame that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it causes our fixation on it causes more problems than it actually fixes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And again, it comes back to what's true. Right. And how do you determine what's true for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big part of the conversation is like, how, how do you determine what's true for you? And so I know for us, a large part of what we do personally and with other people is like, how does it feel in my body Right. when yes. I say this or when this information comes or like, what does it feel like? Does mm-hmm. it feel like it wants to like crush me <laughs> or does it feel like it wants to expand me? Mm-hmm. Like how does it, even if it's uncomfortable and it doesn't feel good, because mm-hmm. that's also the misnomer is that it always has to feel good. Right. Like, well, what does that even mean? I mean, really, truly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? What does <laughs> feeling good even mean? So it's kind of challenging what all of these words mean and mm-hmm. kind of coming up with your own definition of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then even like, you know, think about it and fast forward, like, you know, you're on your deathbed and you're like sitting there and you're thinking, man, I wish I did that. I wish I did this. Yeah. You know, I really wanted to do this, you know, like, um, you know, my parents pushed me towards this career, but I really wanted to do this. And, and I had the opportunity to make a shift and I didn't, you know, um, and then, you know, just, just kind of paying attention to that. Yeah. Like nobody says, I wish I worked more, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wish I was like, you know, like not happy. And I wish I didn't do that. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like, what do you want to do? And then, and then go backwards from that, you know, yeah, find exactly. out what your truth is, like what really brings passion to you. Yeah. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. I say that right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I really yeah. feel like I can't talk today. I know. It's a so, thing. It's a total <clears throat> thing today. I was trying to think of a word earlier, just like, a, I think disability. I was trying to think of that, that word. And I literally, <laughs> it took me 10 minutes to think of the word. It's like, what is wrong with my brain right now? It right? is so not working. Like, what is the deal? It's like, like a disability in the word disability. <laughs> exactly. It was so ridiculous. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I can't think of this word. This is right. just like totally, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, what is it that we truly want? And we don't, 
ask ourselves that mm-hmm. question enough because we think it's selfish mm-hmm. or, you know, that it's not okay for us to want something and for us to actually go after what, what it is that we want. Like, no, we just need to live our little life from A to Z and mm-hmm. make sure we check all the boxes that we've accomplished, all the things that we've been told to accomplish. And well, maybe you don't have boxes. Maybe you have stars and you're right. supposed to check the stars and not the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, there's this whole other world that you could be living right now, but you're fears are holding you back because Mm -hmm. they're not it's truths you're telling yourself that are lies they're other people's truths not yours they're other people's truths they are not yours Mm -hmm. and so it's starting to identify okay well where are the lies and where are the illusions and what am I telling myself that's not actually the truth Mm -hmm. and now I'm living based off of this thing that's not actually true for me Mm -hmm. and now what do you do about it right because you're going to have to take action on it one way or the other you Mm -hmm. can choose to stay where you're at and that's still a valid choice it doesn't matter it's not up to us right there's no judgment from us you do what you were going to do yeah but you know if that resonates with you and you're like yeah there's some areas where I know there's other things that I want to be doing that I desire to be doing or to have or to be and there are things that are in your way it's time to start addressing the things Mm -hmm. that you're in your way that are in the way well and I actually I feel like I want to mention this like I remember years ago um three four five years ago now I think Um, I, I was, I kind of hit rock bottom emotionally and excuse me. And, um, and my life coach, that's when I started working with BB Mm -hmm. and she's like, well, what brings you joy and what, what makes you happy? What, what do you like doing that brings you joy? And I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. I couldn't think of it because I'm so used to thinking that joy was me doing for someone else Mm -hmm. or me like I needed someone to take care of or I needed someone to love me. I needed I needed an outside thing. But I really had no freaking clue on things that brought me joy. And that's so even like we're talking about this, like what brings you joy? Some people are like, I have no freaking clue. Like, so then that's something to pay attention to. Like if you really have no idea then you need to, well, I don't like to say you need to. I strongly encourage you to either reach out to someone that can help you or just sit with it, journal, which I can't even believe I just said that too. I can't even believe that either. But you got to get it out of you. You know, you got to, you don't have to, once again. Um, I strongly encourage you to do that. Yeah. Because... Because you're not living the fullest life. Exactly. I mean, you're really not living the full... Like... We have this like very small view of what life is supposed to be like, and it's so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, some people get this idea of big as this like, I don't know, celebrity type thing. It's like, it's not about oh, that. God, no. it's, yeah. not, it's not that type of thing. It's your, how you experience life can be so much bigger than what you think it is. Mm. And there's also so much more ease and joy than what you realize. Because we are taught that life is supposed to be hard. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be a struggle. It's not supposed to be fun. Right. Um, We're taught that those are like, you have to go to work and it's not going to be fun. It's like, well, why not? Why can't it just be fun? Why can't we enjoy every single thing that we're doing? It's because we're taught that it's not supposed to be. Right. And that everything's supposed to be a struggle. And it's like, so it keeps us very stagnant and very small. Mm -hmm. And it makes the life that we have very small, especially if you're wanting, if you're wanting and you know there's something bigger for you. Right. If you feel that, because I mean, the people who, the people who that's where they're at in their life, they, when you talk about that, they feel it. Mm -hmm. Like they know, like we've been talking about this for weeks, how it's 
it's like we're just it's like we're at this precipice of stepping off into something that's really really big um as far as our businesses go even just our lives in general but especially as far as the business goes and and so that feeling of expand and it feels expansion it feels it it does have some fear behind it and because it means stepping into women that Mm -hmm. we know that we're meant to be but it's going to be there's going to be some challenges with that right um but at the same time, we know the rewards on the other side are going to be so... Well, and the challenges are the ones that we've created for ourselves. They are. Because we're always. cock-blocking ourselves. Exactly. I'll speak for myself. Yes. I cock-block myself all the time. All the time. And like for me, it's like I'm always like putting myself on the struggle bus mm. because it don't... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you never heard that before? No. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't know where... In my head, I kind of picture uh-huh. a train bus. Like, choo-choo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't remember where... It w- Somebody I know. Jackie, was it Jackie? Mm-mm, I've heard this for years. Oh, I'm trying yeah. to think of who, I don't remember who. I love it. I don't know. I don't know who, who initially came up with that. Who, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Anyway, so it's <laughs> cute. I like it. <laughs> you know, I'll put myself on the struggle bus mm-hmm. when I don't need to be on the struggle bus. Right. <laughs> because I, I'm, my programming, my wiring is that everything is need, everything is hard. It's hard to have your business. It's hard to make money. It's hard to have good relationships. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And it's, and you need to work hard you need in to order work. to even have an yes. ounce of rest or oh pleasure gosh. or anything. Exactly. And so it's like you work really hard. Oh, so that's a line from, um, <laughs> from eat, pray, love. I don't know if it's in the book. It's definitely in the movie where they're in this barber shop and she's in Italy and there. So she's talking to the Italians and they're talking about like the sweetness of life and living, you know, just the, with the ease and the pleasure of living and how Americans don't do that. Mm-hmm. Cause we work really, really hard all week. And then we go home and we're like, yeah, I get my six pack of Bud Light. I deserve it. Cause I worked so hard during the week that I deserve it now because I worked my butt off and now I'm going to go numb myself for the weekend with a bunch of booze, which like, don't get me wrong. I like to have my whiskey on the right. weekend, but with a bunch of booze and watching TV all day and and all of these things that we do to kind of shut down because we worked so hard during the week mm-hmm. that it's like we have no energy left for pleasure. Right. It's gone. Yeah. Like there's nothing left. And I was like, man, that's like really crappy. Mm-hmm. We don't have any energy to really enjoy life because we're so focused on the struggle of living. Right. Well, and I think of the book um, by Robert Kiyosaki, The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm-hmm. you know, and he, you know, God, it's been a long time since I've read the book, yeah. but. So, yeah, I mean, he had a rich dad and a poor dad, you know, and the two worlds are totally different. And so fortunately for him, he could see that. But most people don't have the opposite to teach them that there is differences. And, you know, you can choose. You know, I remember I was at a workshop or not a workshop, some networking thing. And people were telling their stories. They were two different people and they were talking about their stories. And one woman was raised and you can just tell she was raised wealthy and money has never been a concern to her and she was telling a story it had nothing to do with money but the the her story just it, it yeah, just wealth was it. never an issue it was it was other things and then there was this other woman who was telling her story once again it had nothing to do with money but you heard how it was hard and you know but I always push through I always push yeah. through and it was never even a concern for the woman that was raised to believe that life was abundant financially. Yeah. And then the other one, it's just like, even to this day, you know, it's a struggle. And, and, it. and one of my friends, we both noticed it. And we're like, oh, that was so obvious to us because we do all this work, right. you know. But to most people, they wouldn't even pay attention to mm-hmm. it. They and would so, not have seen the difference. But it's their yeah. own programming. Yeah. And that, you know, that just supports this whole conversation. It's like we pro- go through life 
with the struggles that were passed down to us mm-hmm. and the non-struggles that were passed down to us, you know, and if we can open it up just that little bit, like turn the air conditioning on, yep. you know, and let you the know. fresh air in, yeah. <laughs> let the cool air, right. you know, rush over you where you're used to this heat and oppression, right. you know, kind of thing. And it's like all of a sudden the cool blast of air and you're like, Oh, it's like you can breathe. Well, it's kind of yeah. like, I mean, you know, just on the way here, you know, I, I bought a new truck and the seats have like the coolers that come through the seats. And we're like, oh my God, this is a totally different <laughs> it's world. Like a revelation. <laughs> it's like for those of you who are in the North, it's like having heaters on your seats for, right. it's the same thing. It's the same level of glory. And it's just like, wow, like, it just oh. opened up a new door. <laughs> like, oh, I like this door. This is a good door. <laughs> Especially here in Houston. Oh my gosh, seriously. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, really today, it's just really think about what you want for your life. What do you, what do you want? You know, what do you desire? And think about the, the reasons why you think you can't have it. Right. Why you think you can't do that. Why you think you can't make that change. Because I'm going to tell you that they're lies. Um, even if it's like something like, well, I want to buy this new thing and I don't have the money yet. Mm-hmm. In that moment, that's true, but the reality is that that if you think that I don't have the money, you're going to block your, you're going to continuously not, not have it. Yeah. And so it's like, then you're like, oh, I don't have the money. Okay, I don't have it right now. What is it that I can do? What kind of action can I take in order to move myself in the direction of getting that instead of just like, well, I don't have the money, so I just, there's no way that's going to happen. And that, that's a different energy. It's like you're a victim to your circumstances. Exactly. And there's no, there's no hope, so why try? Yeah. You exactly. Know? And it's like, who wants to live that way? We weren't meant Mm-mm. to live that we way. We weren't meant to live that way. We were meant to really be in power in our own lives and have control and creativity over our own lives. But again, if we're always struggling, if we're always in, if everything is really hard, there's no energy left over to do Mm-mm. anything else. Mm-mm. There just isn't. It's gone. Yeah. So we want you to have the energy to create the life that you really want. Mm-hmm. And it starts with starting to knock down this programming and things that you're thinking that are not true for you. And sometimes it can be a little painful to let those things go because you're like, oh my gosh, this is not true for me. And I felt like this was true my entire life. And it's almost like losing a limb you right. know, or losing a friend. Like, oh, you've been this part of my life. <laughs> and I don't really want to like let a big you know. tumor on the side of your face. <laughs> like, oh, you're in all my portraits and yeah. now you're gone. Now you're gone. Yeah. But you're so much better on the flip yeah. side with that thing being gone. Yeah. So, so really to kind of dive, dive down into that. And even with, with everything that's going on in the world and I, there's so much upheaval and so much we don't, it's like, we've all kind of lost our footing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like all of these foundations are cracking. All of these foundations are shifting that we've been standing on for a long time mm-hmm. and they've been breaking for a long time. The fissures are just starting to come to the surface yeah. now. And so as the fissures start to come to the surface, things are going, there's crumbling happening and there's no going back. So this is now, okay, there's no going back. Let's create the next world. Right. And like, we have the opportunity to do that. Yes. We can create something completely different. But if we keep trying to go backwards, it's not going to work. It's not. We can't mm-hmm. try to go back and re- and build a foundation or try to go back to some special time when everything was so great because right. that time does not exist. It's already gone. So what we have is right now. Right. And what do we want to create going forward right now? And we need to build the energetic capacity to do that. Right. By starting to let some of this shit go. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Okay. All right. And doing it with love to yourself. Absolutely. Loving yourself in the process, not beating yourself up no. for thinking or feeling a certain way, but just checking in as to why you're feeling that way and loving yourself. Yes. And in, in the Through process. Through the whole process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's at the core of it. Exactly. Yes. 
All right. Oh. Well, that was good. Okay, so we're going to see if we can get some really good guests to come in and have some really good um, conversations over the next few weeks. We're very excited about this. Um, so we'll just keep you posted on that. In the meantime, you know, work on your work on that personal power. Find those truths. Find those those places where you know where you stand and that you stand firmly and calmly and knowing, you know, with that knowing inside of yourself and doing it all from a place of love. Right. Yeah. Yep. So... Awesome. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we love you all so much. We very much appreciate you being here and listening to us today. As always, we love your feedback. So you can go to our Facebook page, Wild Wisdom Facebook page, and leave comments. You can leave comments here on whatever platform that you're listening to us on. We love to hear from you. We love your feedback. We love your questions. Yes. If there's things that you want us to talk about, things you want us to address, please reach out and let us know. And we would love to make sure that we're bringing you content that is meaningful for you. Absolutely. All right. So okay. until next week, we love you all. We'll see you then. Love you. Bye. Bye.